Is anyone else still in shock like we are? are I mean, I'm still... I don't know. What? Every morning I wake up, I have to check. Check it again. And make sure that it's real. And that it wasn't a dream because the past 48 hours or more have been like in a dreamlike state. Complete blur. I, well, did something big happen on Tuesday night? I just don't remember. I don't know. We have a lot of, we have a lot of notes saying that something did. So, hmm. um, so we have a... Interesting shitload to talk about so i'm gonna go ahead and dive right whoa in. jacqueline just said shitload we got a lot normally oh, just, i'm the one just dropping the bombs wait i got i got a note from richard parton himself really is this a direct quote from richard parton yes because i read it i was just making yep. sure that that oh, wasn't yeah. just embellished oh yeah no, oh no. boy we'll get there we'll get there oh boy okay so guys start off i'll i'll give some I mean, obviously, this this podcast is about SFA men's basketball, but is it? <laughs> I want to give a really good background of Duke and the program for Might anyone as well. who Might doesn't as well. understand how mage this is. I'm gonna explain. What is this? 1995. Yeah. How mage? Sure, totally. Not. I'm bugging. It's insanity. <laughs> okay. Oh so my god. Here's our our background info on Duke. So Duke is a private research university in Durham. Um, now, their enrollment's pretty close to SFA. It's about 15,000, but only about six of that's undergrad. The yeah. rest is uh, it's grad school and doctoral. Yeah. Um, so, really a very small student base undergrad. Um, mm-hmm. They're in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Um, get get ready for all these notes because it's just insanity. So, they're the fourth all-time program and wins of any NCAA men's basketball program. Oof. Fourth all-time wins. Oof. Um, Yikes. Coach K is their coach, Mike Krzyzewski. This is his 40th season as head coach of Duke. That's insane how one coach has been at a institution for that long. Yeah. That's um, unheard of. So, Coach K has five NCAA championships, um, which is the second all-time behind John Wooden. You know, just a guy named John Wooden. Just, um, you know, normal guy. With ten. Uh... The program has five, so all those are from when Coach K mm-hmm. has been there. They are tied fourth all-time with Indiana um, for programs with national championships behind UCLA, Kentucky, and UNC. Mm-hmm. Um, the overall program has an NCAA best tournament winning percentage at .755 um, winning percentage. So Wow. Crazy. Wow, wow, so wow, they, wow. they don't have the most NCAA tournament um tournament championships but they have the best winning percentage um just to throw a quick bit of shade to kind of explain that's yikes <laughs> possible because kentucky has more championships than them but you know kentucky's kind of a um one and done kind of school so they Ooh, might they might very that well was some shade I'm, I'm just throwing a little bit just petty a little bit they might all out win the tournament one year and then not even make it the next year that's but true duke has a very solid presence so they that's they might have won the most, but they have the best winning percentage. Um, They're there the most. So here's a little background. They won the tournament in 91, 92, 01, 2010, and 2015. Um, my first Duke games were watching them play in the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 in 2015 when they won. Mm. Um, they were a runner-up six different times. They were in the final four 16 times, uh, I mean, 
Elite Eight more times than that, Sweet Sixteen more times than that, mm-hmm. tournament appearances almost <clears throat> every year. Um, so I mean, I guess you could say they're good. They're they're pretty. I mean, they're decent. Pretty damn good. I do <laughs> want to make a quick other note though. So Coach K started coaching for them in 1980, and the 81-82 season and 82-83 season were the I think the only two years that Duke had a losing record. Really? Um, huh. Duke was not a big basketball school before he came, but whenever yeah. he first came, I mean, they weren't even, they were 10 and 17 and then 11 and 17. Wow. They yeah. Were, they were not doing good. Um, right. And obviously, I've, I mean, I'm obsessed with him, so I've read like every book he's written, but like. Yeah, full disclosure, when, Jacqueline is like, she's had dreams about Coach <laughs> K. Um, which she's told me vividly, these dreams. Um, Jacqueline has been a Duke fan all her life, pretty much. So, needless to say, this game is, like, a dream come true for her is an understatement of the year. Like, understatement. Uh, biggest ever. But... Uh, Crazy. But, yeah, so he he was off to a really rough start. He even went to the AD and tried to resign. Um, he was doing so pitifully. And... They convinced wow. him to, Shock. to give it a little bit longer. And now there's Look um, at him now. a documentary that they just came out with, and I think it's called, like, The Recruiting Class That Saved Coach K or That Saved Duke or whatever. Huh. Um, yeah. And it's the... Well, I can't remember what year. It's either it's 82 okay. or 92, but anyway. I'm, I'm not going to fault you um, for forgetting one detail about yeah. Coach K's life. But How so, dare you? How so dare going you? into this game... Uh, Duke was number one. They had a 150-game win streak on non-conference games at home. Oh, they boy. have not lost since 2000 to St. John's. And that was the longest active streak in D1 basketball. Well, we just blew that crap up, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, just again, full disclosure, uh, this is for Bob. Uh, oh, yeah. Bob, we are drinking today. We are drinking hot toddies. Because I know that for you're... For our throats. For our throats. Because, honestly, if you would have caught us and did this podcast on Wednesday, you wouldn't be able to no understand voice. a word that we said. So we had to wait at least a couple days for our yeah. voices to come back. Still not 100%, but the hot toddy is a necessity. Yeah. And I just have to say, uh, we were not light on the whiskey. Because I'm over here like... That's very soothing. Very soothing, though, on the throat. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so coming into this game, we were 27.5 point underdog. Insane. With a 1.9% chance of winning. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm just going to laugh every time we say this. Duke, overall, coming into the game, they were 6-0, and um, and not, like, shabby wins here. They won versus number three, Kansas, 68-62, um, against Colorado State, 89-55. Wow. Uh, wow. UCA, which... Need I remind anyone, we lost UCA by more than 20 last season, and they yeah. beat UCA 105-54 to 54 yeah. by a whopping 51 points. They destroyed points. UCA. Um, Georgia State, 74-63. Yeah. California, 87-52. And Georgetown, 81-73. California, um, like as in just California? Just Cal, yeah. Oh, just Cal. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so, pretty... Good. A reminder, Um, 28-point underdogs. We were going into this game, honestly, Jacqueline and I talked about this many times on the flight over and, like, the night before. If we can just have a better showing than UCA, we would have been so happy. Like, they lost by 50. Honestly, we were sitting there at lunch saying, like, if we, you know, even if we do lose, if we lose by, like, 20, I'll be happy. 
Because do do better than do just do better than UCA. That's all we wanted to do was do better than UCA. And by God, we did better than UCA. I can't get over this. Um, It's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so let's talk about our trip. Let's talk about it. For a few minutes before we get into the Yeah, because we have a lot of stuff to kind of talk about trip-wise. Because not only, yes, was it, um, you know, we had the game to go to. But we had had a great trip all around because... um, you know, Duke is a smaller kind of... It almost feels like a, a, a Nacogdoches in a way, where it was yeah, a... Durham does feel Durham, like yeah, yeah. It does feel like a smaller town, but it has, like, a big town feel. They have a bigger downtown than we do. Yeah. Um, for sure. But at the same time, it still felt like a small town in a way, you yeah. know, because it just kind of had that feeling to it. But, man, what a great trip. The weather was beautiful. We were hoping for it to be, like, cold snow flurry. Um, yeah, we were hoping for some cold weather, but it was it was nice. It was like nice, probably sixty three. So that was yeah, nice when we were out probably better. Around. It didn't snow because yeah. you know we didn't yeah. bring that type of clothing. We brought low thirties, forties, sixties clothing. Um, but what a great trip! I mean, we flew up Monday night, which was great. So we didn't have to. Um, I didn't have to cancel all of my classes, which was nice. Just my Tuesday classes, um, but they had stuff to do, so whatever. Um, they were happy for the break. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure they were hurt, very no happy for the there. early break. No, I have no complaints. Although I did have one email from one student saying, um, it was like Monday night, and it was like, yo, Miss Rance. First off, they started off with yo. Yo, Miss <laughs> Rance, what's our agenda for tomorrow? And I'm like, what the... Di- it's been literally 16 weeks almost, and it's been the same agenda since week one. No class on Tuesday. It hasn't changed since then. <laughs> we knew since the beginning of the semester... That I was going to Duke, I told them almost every day, like, hey guys, don't forget, the week of Thanksgiving, no Tuesday classes. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, it's gonna bound to happen. So we flew in Monday night, um, we flew United, the, the flight there was pretty good, um, Jacqueline fell asleep pretty much the whole time. Yeah, I snoozed <laughs> the whole entire time. Um, we did meet one SFA alum in the airport, though. Crazy! So we're sitting there, and I said to Alex... I know I recognize that guy, but I just, I can't place him. I know yeah. I've seen him. I'm sure that's face tough. Can't place his name. He saw us in our SFA gear, <clears throat> said a uh, dumb question, but obviously are y'all going to the SFA game? Yeah. We said yes. We talked to him. Um, so shout out to Hall Henderson. He actually played basketball for SFA. Yeah. Um, so it was just and, funny. And his wife and their son were going. Um, and then he's like, y'all are the girls who have the podcast, right? Yeah. He recognized and us for the podcast. It we was the like, funny. Yeah. yeah. That's that. We're famous guys. So famous. that was cool. Um, so we're on the same flight. Uh, yeah. And then on Tuesday we woke up early, went and had a delicious little breakfast at a nice little place over uh, near campus downtown area called Nosh and it was a nice little breakfast joint that Jacqueline found um just a little background on Jacqueline when she goes anywhere she does like hard hardcore research on everywhere that we go to find (laughs) the best food places um the most interesting spots and so she does I don't have to do anything she just does it all because she's amazing with that so she found that place she found our lunch place and of course we didn't have to worry about dinner but um yeah, we walked around campus after that, and my <clears throat> God, I, I thought, S- I, okay, here's the thing. SFA's campus is beautiful because it's in, you know, Piney Woods of East Texas. It's so, like, I love it. It's the most, probably the most pretty campus, honestly, in Texas. It's gorgeous. Duke's campus is gorgeous on a whole... Next level. Another level. <clears throat> like, 
honestly, I was falling in love with the architecture of Duke. It was insanity. Yeah. The, the gothic, the gothic, the, gar- the gothic architecture, and I'll post some pictures. I'll make a, I'll yeah, make we'll a, do an, album. an album on Facebook. Um, some of the picture or some of the architecture there, especially like the chapel was insane just out of bounds i kept saying that the whole time like this is out of bounds architecture it was just like every building like you could live in a residence hall that literally looked like a gothic like castle like a i literally felt like i was walking into you know england to a harry potter castle i was flipping out i was just shocked by how beautiful it was and of course it was a nice fall day and you know the leaves were falling and you know really colorful uh, it was very nice yeah absolutely um, and then, yes, we did go to noon prayer at the chapel. Um, that was one thing that we definitely wanted to do 100%. And, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I, I technically was the first person to cry yes. on this trip. <clears throat> yeah, I cried during noon <laughs> prayer. I did. I panned up. I admit it. I cried. It was very... It was uh, very moving. The atmosphere <clears throat> and just everything was very, very touching. It was very touching because during the prayer, um, the woman who was leading the prayer... You know, she was doing a lot of, you know, saying a lot of passages from, you know, the Old Testament, New Testament, all this stuff. But then they, she brought out a bunch of prayer requ- requests from students, faculty, whoever, and started reading them. And it was, you know, you hear a lot of prayer requests, okay, but then it's like real people with issues, you know, praying for their family member with cancer, <clears throat> prayer for finals and all this stuff. And like as a professor on college campuses, I was just like... I feel this. Yeah. I felt it. It hit me right in the soul, and my black heart cracked a little bit. It and did. The, the prayers for people with cancer, and you know, we're yeah. thinking about weight, and it's yeah. all of these things people there are dealing with. Uh, we're dealing with the same thing. Yeah, we you know? we definitely we thought about so. Wade. We prayed for Wade. We prayed for the game. I mean, when they sat there and she said, "Okay, now you know time. You can either say it out loud or say it to yourself. Prayers and blessings." I literally I don't know what Jacqueline <clears> was thinking in her head, but I immediately went through the list of game Just Wade nice, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it was crazy. Anyway, then we went to lunch. Yeah. Jacqueline found a great little pizza place. Yeah. And you know how much I love pizza, guys. Like, I am in love with pizza. I can honestly eat any kind of pizza anywhere, anytime. But my favorite type of pizza is like a brick oven, um, like thin, thin, thin crust, thin crust yeah. like New York style pizza with like, oh my god. So anyway, we went there and had some delicious pizza and Jacqueline told him about the poutine. Make sure you yeah, say it right. I, I can't say it right. No, you so can't. I'm going to try. Poutine. Anyway, not Pouton. I, I think I was watching an Astros game with my dad or something. They had to be playing the Brewers or somewhere in Canada, and they were Brewers not talking. <laughs> I thought that was in Canada. That's Milwaukee. Oh, well, that's close enough. Close enough, but that's funny. Sorry, go well, ahead. Well, it's a Canadian dish, so I was just assuming, but that's close. That's so close. Sure. I guarantee they yeah. have it at Milwaukee. Um, like, so any other yeah. show, you know, just general interest tidbits during the in-between innings, and they were showing it, and I was like, ooh, and I looked up a recipe, and I was like, I gotta try that sometime. And so in my uh, research for places to eat, this pizza place had that on the appetizer menu, so I was like, yeah. this, this is the spot. This is it. And... Sadly enough, I le- I took my leftovers back to the Airbnb and I was gonna eat them that night. You were. I got back and but I we totally were, forgot. Because we were too. I didn't even throw them away the next morning. I forgot. Oops. I know, but we were too like. I was. We too were too hyped up. up, too keyed up. We were still in shock. Like we got back to the hotel room or the B and B that night, 
and we barely even like spoke to her. Like we were yeah. on the phone the whole time. Like I mean, my phone blowing up. I can't imagine the players and blowing the coaches blowing up. I literally had texts from people I don't even speak to anymore saying, "I know we don't speak anymore, but yeah. just wanted to tell you." I had calls and texts and messages on freaking social media from people that I hadn't spoken to in years, saying. Oh my God, you must be freaking out. Oh my God, what a crazy place or game to be at. Oh my God. And I'm like, it was. Yes, you're right. Holy crap. Still, yeah, still processing. Still, Um, still. Um, So after lunch and stuff, we kind of had a little bit of downtime, went and recharged our phones, and then left and went to the uh, Duke Basketball Museum and kind of looked around a little bit. Which was cool. Yeah, we made that a really quick trip because yeah. obviously I won't lie. Like this is, I guess, the one thing I didn't really do research on. But I, I saw that Vince Beard, shout out to Vince Beard, Vince um, had yeah. posted a picture of himself on the court, and so I thought, well, I would have never thought they would let you on the, out there, but maybe when you go um, in the museum, if they're not practicing, they let you go in there. So I, I kind of had my hopes up, thinking I was going to get on the floor, and was hard denied by the woman when I tried to open the oh, door. She's yeah. like, it's locked. And I'm like, she, Oh okay, yeah, she yelled it, yeah. Sorry. Jacqueline started to open the door I mean, and she's like, hey, can I come in? And she's like, no! <laughs> Just gotta try it. Just kidding. So, anyway, yeah. um, but, uh, and then we had our pre-game event that Alex and I helped coordinate at Cloud Brewing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was amazing. Fantastic. Great turnout. The crowd. Was that great showed turnout. up. It was a great Whoa. venue. Um, we were not expecting. We like, were probably, what, expecting yeah. maybe like, you know, 15, 15 yeah. 20 people. Because yeah, we weren't sure how many people were making the trip. Like, we just did not know. We didn't even have enough, like, seating room in the no. area that they designated No, for people us. were starting to move off into other places of the bar, which is totally fine. Um, but it was just crazy. And so, you know, um, if you saw the group picture we took and posted on our page and on alumni page posted it and a couple other places posted it. Um, you'll see how many people, and that was after a few people had left too. So there were more people that yeah. were there. Um, yeah, it was a huge crowd. Was, like we were so so pleased with great, how many like, people camaraderie and you know hanging out and yeah. And the drink specials were good. I was the food specials. I it was Nacogdoches prices. Yeah, yeah. I put like my bill was like twenty five bucks, and I had like three beers. And ordered two plates of beer bite stuff. Oh my god, it was yeah, perfect. It was, it was I was really nice. Fallen in love with that uh, staff. Was super accommodating. With that sour beer. Oh, oh, it was good. It was so good. It was a super cute place. I should have taken a picture of the, the outside. Staff, but, I did. Uh, I took a picture oh, of the outside. Good. Yeah. Um, the staff was great. Really cute. The girl that was at the front desk was like, I'm not a big Duke fan. So she started grabbing yeah, all of the SFA like, stuff. I'll put, all the, I'll put all the purple out. It was hilarious. And so when people were coming in, she goes, yeah, a lot of Duke students come here before the game. She goes, I'm going to put it all by the front door. So when they walk in, they see it. I'm like, that is fantastic. That's a picture of that. Um, yeah, fantastic. We had one just random SFA guy wander mm-hmm. in who mm-hmm. is an SFA alum who lives there and had no idea that we yeah. were doing a pregame event. He just and walked in the door. Just happened to show up. So that and he was, was with a Duke, Duke band. Yeah. And they walked in and he was like, oh, uh, the, uh, this is where all the SFA people are. Like, I'm an alumni. My, my wife's an alumni. Oh my God. It was just the funniest thing. And he was so excited. I think his name was Matt. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, uh, I can't but remember. he was really nice. And him. I got him a bunch of alumni stuff for him and his wife. And try to convince him and persuade him to come down to a game at some point this season. Um, and I think he might now because, um, yeah. oh, my God. And we, I mean, we just had so many people there. And I'll, I'll shout out to my, my friend John. Um, yeah. Marizzo, we from under, so one of my friends from undergrad uh, who 
hasn't been to a game since he graduated in 08 because mm-hmm. he's been in the military and station. Thank you for your service, John. Overseas, we love you. Yeah, uh, and continuing because he's still in it. But um, yeah. he is now in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and what wasn't actually able to come to the game, but um, since yeah. he was only an hour or so away, he drove over and came to the pregame event with us. So that was that it was, was nice. nice to see him. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of people to join. Absolutely, it was um, it was fantastic. I mean, people we hadn't seen in forever. Um, the Former executive director of the Alumni Association, yeah. uh, Jeff Davis, was there. He now works at Mississippi State as the executive director of that Alumni Association. And so, um, hadn't seen Jeff in forever, so that was nice to see him yeah. as well. And then, um, a lot of people that are huge SFA fans, you know, like Matt Adkins was there, um, <clears throat> a couple other people, like Jerry Poole, yeah. like... Man, people were just flocking, and it was, it was great. It was yeah. fantastic. And then we get to the game. Yeah, which game? Just OMG, but we'll get there. Um, but the, but the crowd at the game, I was going to yeah. say, the crowd at the game, I was not expecting that many as a I purple. wish I knew exactly how many fans we had there. I wish I knew, too. But it has, it has to be near, like, 75, I would think. <laughs> or more, don't you think? I, I would say I would say over 75. Like maybe 100. At least. Because there were people sitting up, you know. I in, would bet we had, like, 40-something at our event. Yeah, oh, yeah. And we have more than that at the game. Oh, way more. who didn't come. And there, because there were people, because remember, there were people standing over with the Cameron Crazies, too. Like, yeah. Vince and them, there were, like, five sitting with yeah. Vince, and then there were four or five um, guys, you know, like Tim Nicky and a couple of those guys. Like, ex-football yeah. player Tim Nicky was there as well, um, and he was sitting with the Cameron Crazies as well, which I'm sure was a hoot. I can yeah. only imagine that area. Jeez, Lord. Um and, and so it was It was very, very yeah. well attended by SFA fans. Absolutely. We had a lot. And I'll say, um, I mean, I know that game wasn't as loud or crazy as it can get in there. But it was still loud. But it was still There were still loud, a lot of students there. Pretty close to packed. Um, yeah. And I feel like our small section of fans we're, did really well about being loud. We, we were tried loud to be as time. loud as possible. Um, that's much, to the, voice. much to the dismay of to the, the chagrin of the people in front of, of us. Of the Duke fans in front of us. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I will never apologize for yelling defense yeah. or yelling and or exactly. cheering. Exactly. It's not like we were yelling anything ugly. No. Um, except maybe some of the people behind us were. But <laughs> oh, the people behind us were definitely yelling like, ugly things. But, um, but mostly the refs. Not yeah, at, well, yeah, the not at the Duke fans. Yeah, but no. But I, ch- chanting defense, I'm not going to. I'm not going to apologize for on. yelling on defense or no. getting excited when we hit a three-pointer. I mean, no. you go to a game and, I mean, you're going to sit in the away bench side and then not expect to be surrounded by away, yeah. pe- away fans. I'm I mean, sorry. They were, they were in the middle of us. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you don't want to be around opposing team fans. Yeah. Maybe don't have your tickets in the away bench seats. Just yeah. a thought. Just, yeah. you know, could have... You know, shoot that shot, it throw it there. there. You know, crazy. <clears throat> um, but even though I didn't get to walk on Coach K Court before the game, guess what? I got to walk my happy ass all the way across it after the game. After yeah, you we did. Won. Yeah, you did. Because they made us exit the other end of the court, so we had to walk. Yeah. Down the bleachers and which, by the way, those bleachers were weird. I appreciated um, the the cushion, but yeah. that'd be obviously helpful if you sat on the cushion the whole time. Yeah, we I were standing it, up the whole time. Made it hard since we we're standing, um, and so I I already watched the game last night again um, on TV because yeah. my dad recorded it. And honestly, where Alex and I were standing, and we're we're shorties. Um, yeah, I, I'm short. So Y'all know I'm short. Standing the whole time, and so really, any call on the other end of the floor, like we weren't couldn't see it. Positive, what happened? Because couldn't see it, couldn't um, see it. Yeah. So I had to just you know make a push, make a push, make a make a prayer and a wish anytime yeah. we were on the other end of the court, 
Because I couldn't go well. Yeah, and whenever I did the live feed for Park Me Alex on just Facebook, I had to just hold it up like over, yeah. like as far as my arm would reach. Um, kind of almost in front of a couple SFA fans, and I said, "I'm sorry, like I'm trying to, you know, post it for our fans," and I'm just, I couldn't see anything. So I was kind of watching my live feed because yeah. I couldn't see it. Anyway, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, we won the game, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> And got to walk on the court. I'm yeah. Like, Geez. And then after the game, you know, we were also hyped up. Almost the entire SFA contingent yeah. stayed. Almost all of us. All of us stayed and waited for the team and the coaches um, after the game to give them high fives and hugs and yeah. praise because we weren't leaving and we were chanting. Yeah. As a, and all the people, all the Duke fans and all the people working the uh, Duke game, I don't think they knew how to handle it because they hadn't had a home had, loss. Hadn't had that happen in 20 years. So They're know. like, we don't know what to do. God, uh, how do we handle all this big group of lumberjacks standing outside chanting and cheering? <laughs> Where do we... What? They looked so confused. They didn't know what they how to know, handle they it. They didn't know what to do. But it's fine. We were polite, though. Oh, yeah. We were just still there. Oh, yeah. It was very polite. I mean, yeah. they weren't ready to close down. There were still people in the building, so it was fine. Yeah. It's um, not like they had anywhere to go. Come on. What are you going to do? It's it's Thanksgiving break. It's not like you have to go to work the next day. Yeah. So, wah. Whew. And we met David's yeah, parents. Yeah, and we met David's parents. Dave, Bob. Hey, Bob. Hello. Bob. And Miss Cackleries. Yes. Uh, we we already um, discussed. We got to get Bob some purple. Mm. So yeah, um, he said we'll that was his that. travel clothes. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bob. You can have a pur- we yeah. have purple travel you need, clothes. You need a. An We're gonna make you a, a care package yeah. and send it up there. Get you some shirts. We'll get it to you. DM DM DM, <laughs> DM us your shirt size because <laughs> we're gonna send you some shirts. <laughs> or just come down for a game. Yeah, yeah. They said they were. You said yeah. so. Come down, maybe same Houston game or something or. Um, Lamar game, something. We're ready. Whenever, whenever, whenever you're, you're ready. Down. Whenever you're ready, we'll take you for some pregame drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever kind of drinks you want. Ah, uh, shoot. All right. Um, so uh, we're gonna take our first quick break because we just had so much to talk about. We have a lot. To There's talk just about. a lot to talk about. So we're gonna take our first little break. Um, give you guys a moment to breathe for a second because we need to breathe for a second. Yeah. Uh, maybe refill our cups with actual whiskey and nothing else. Um, just kidding. But seriously. Uh, and uh, we'll be right back. So stick around. Welcome, Jacks fans. So we are at our pregame event here at Clouds Brewing in Durham. Alex and I have been sightseeing all day. We have What's a up? lot of SFA fans in the house. You can hear um, the noise. You can hear it. We have a lovely group photo of everyone that we posted on Twitter. So check that out and you'll see everybody who's here. But first, we're going to speak with an SFA alum who came up today for the game, Cameron. Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. Hey, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. All right. So tell us how excited you are. I'm super excited. I mean, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. We're playing at like one of the most prestigious college basketball programs in the country. They're number one in the country today. So it's just a, it's a really good day to be a lumberjack. What was the last big uh, trip that you made to watch us play a big team? Cameron, tell us. We were talking about this earlier. You had to bring it up. It's, 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 it's a sad day. It was, uh, I was just saying it's one of the top five saddest moments of, of my life. I, I, I made it to Brooklyn a couple years ago and, and watched us uh, almost beat Notre Dame and uh, oh, advance to the Sweet 16. Heartbreaking. It was, it was. It was it was a tough day, but I mean, it, we got some good national pub, and I'd like to think days like that got us to games like this today, and it's it's we're going to keep building off of it, so uh, I think we're in a good place. I agree, Cameron. I agree. Point, Cameron, and we will only hope for a close game to have opportunity at a moment like that tonight. Absolutely. Right. That game got us in this game. So. It's it. It's it. Thanks, Cam. Hey, let's hope we get the dub tonight. 
Hell yeah, Axe and Jacks. Axe and Jacks. All right, back to you. Welcome back, fans. Yo. Now we, back. we are going to have a super long segment to talk about all the, the stats. game, all the stats. This is for you, Sean. All the good things, all, all the bad things, everything. Because there were some. Um, we did win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, but to, to start out first and foremost, I kind of wanted to just talk about Coach K for a second and what kind of what he had to say after the game. Because yeah. I mean, this is really important to note, I feel like, because a lot of times whenever a team like us upsets a team like Duke. It's yeah. just the easiest cop out in the world for the coach to say, well, we just weren't on our A game today. Like, correct. we just had an off day. Yeah, correct. And by just saying that, it completely discredits the other team's hard work and performance. Yeah. Um, and so he at all did not say that. He, you know, he said, um, we, didn't, we didn't play the way we should have today, but yeah. that wasn't just because we didn't play well. Like, we didn't do that to ourselves SFA did that to us yeah. because they pressed us and they played made us, us uncomfortable and they and made us make mistakes. Correct. Um, and so he completely credited us and said, you know, um, and he even said, even even if we would have ended up winning at the end, we yeah. would not have deserved to win that game. Mm. Um, so he <clears throat> he said, you know, they they played harder than we did and they were tougher. Yeah. Um, he said, you know, they had 64 points in the paint, which a lot of teams don't even score 64 against Duke. No! Like, total. Whoa! Um, no! None. And he was like, you know, they forced 22 turnovers. Their point guard had eight turnovers himself, mm-hmm. um, which just doesn't happen to Duke. And he said they, they played a lot tougher and better, and they deserve to win. Um, yeah. So he's just such a classy guy, and I, I appreciate that I he appreciate that totally sentiment. gave us credit and said, they did this to us. Like, we didn't just come out and just randomly have a bad day. Yeah, like, like they caused us to have a bad They caused us yeah. to have a bad night. Correct. And we yeah. didn't respond well. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't, so, completely. Completely. Awesome. And uh, so I, I urge anyone to go out there and watch um, Coach mm-hmm. K's post-game interview. Because yeah. uh, he was very complimentary of us. And watch Coach Keller's, too, because, um, I mean, I just, we, we talk about this at, at my house, my whole family. And uh, just how Keller was cool as a cucumber man, and like he the really one they, was the one they did on the court, which was yeah. immediately after. Yeah, I mean he was just cool as a cucumber, and he was like, you know, I just want to thank Coach K for playing us. They didn't have to agree to play us, and we're just honored to be here. And I mean, he just couldn't have done any better. I I don't even know I would have found words to say anything. Um, Obviously, Alex and I just watched back our live video, and I was literally speechless. We had no um, word. I didn't know what to do. All I kept saying was, holy shit, what the hell? Holy shit, is this real? Holy crap. Like, I just kept, I just did not, couldn't fathom that that even happened. Like, yeah. it didn't sink in. Honestly, it still hasn't really sunk in 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly what Jacqueline said at the beginning of the podcast. Like, I still check and look at all the pictures and look at all the posts on social media. I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Holy crap. Yeah. And there are, there are a ton of interviews um, that they've done so far out there, and we've tried to retweet or repost a lot of them. But um, Keller had two big ones Wednesday. He had one with Andy Katz, who I'll, I love Andy Katz, um, and one with Dan Patrick. And, I um, love Dan Patrick, too. And the one, the, what we talked about with my family was on, and it, whenever I watched it yeah. back, of course, because, you know, Alex obviously didn't watch it on TV, but um, one thing that Andy Katz asked, which when I watched it back, the announcer said this, too, on the very last possession, whenever we got the steal, they immediately start saying, 
he has timeouts. Is he going to call a timeout? Yeah. And Andy Katz asked him in his interview, he's like, you know, did it ever cross your mind? You still had timeouts left to call a timeout. And, uh, I mean, damn it, I just love Keller. And Keller he's, with his smooth as silk answer. as honest as can be. He's he really like, is honest. Why would I call a timeout? What could I draw up that Coach K couldn't like, draw up something better to stop I, He goes, like, I look down the court and there's Coach K. Why would I call a timeout and put a clipboard and in put hand. in his hand. Why would I do that? Why? He's a he's one of the best coaches in the world. Why would I give him time to drop a play? Yeah. Why would I do that? And he's so right. I mean, hundred percent. It would have completely ruined it. The momentum too. Would have completely ruined it. Hundred percent. And we were we were tied at that point. So so yeah. what? We would have gone to double overtime. Like, yeah. I mean, there was just no it was, no it was need the to stop that perfect. Sequence of events. No. Yeah. Could not have been better. Yeah. No. And like my my dad said during during the game, you know, I mean in the first half we were pleased we were hanging in there. Oh, pleased um, as like pleased punch. A hundred percent. And you know then our our biggest um, default or whatever I can't even think of words still um, biggest deficit in score was, was 15. fifteen. Yeah. Um, and you know dad kept texting me and he's like the longer we can hold on. Keep Keep it yeah, close. The absolutely. more the pressure's on them, because yeah. we weren't even supposed to be in that game. And even so, even Keller said that. Which just looked good on us. Yeah. But the farther into the game that yeah. we were keeping it close, the more the pressure was on them. Because not, when we go to these big schools lose. or go to other schools, you know, the pressure, the the school's not in our conference. The pressure's on them, you know, because this is their house, their conference. This is them, you know. We pressure's had, on we us. Had nothing to this lose is not. This is no sweat off our back whatsoever. Win or mm-hmm. lose. I mean, yeah. good for us to win, absolutely. Yeah. But if we lost, oh well, you yeah. know, yeah, it would suck for a moment, but yeah. oh well. Um, but it's our conference and our house, and ours. It, it, obviously, pressure is on us because Keller equated us to like the Duke of our conference, and I agree with that a little bit. I feel like you know, everybody, and, and everybody everyone in our conference wants to beat us. Correct. We're the team everyone wants to beat. We're the team that everybody goes above and beyond to try and and scout and and prepare for. Throw us off our game. Correct. We're we're that team, and that's why mm-hmm. I feel like you know I agree with that statement to to you know a point. We are the Duke of the conference. Could our attendance be more like Duke's? Uh, yes, it yes. could. Um, is it? Not at the moment, but it should be yeah. on December 2nd at we'll, 6.30. We'll take, anyway. a, we'll take a moment to speak on that because one of our um, fan comments was from Sam Mora about Sam, just yeah. to make sure that every... And any, anyone who knows college basketball at all knows this, but if you don't, I mean, Duke is probably the hardest school in the country to go play yes, a game at. at. Yes, 100%. Um, Cameron Crazies put, are... Insane. To put into perspective, our uh, Coliseum holds seventy-two of three, and theirs holds ninety-three fourteen. So only about two thousand more. And yeah. honestly, it doesn't look like it holds two thousand more. No, it looks, it looks like it's the same size or less, Coliseum or less, or less. Because less. if you look at pictures, and we'll post, uh, Chauncey sent us a really good um, panoramic one from during practice. Yeah, it was almost empty, but. All of the seats in the lower level are, it's just bleachers on the sidelines. That's it. On both sides. That's all it is, bleachers. And um, then on, uh, behind the baskets, there's like a small little thing of bleachers. Yeah, like pop-up yeah. bleachers. Pop-ups, um, yeah. And then the, the top level is like the stadium seats like we have in our Coliseum. But um, their student section, which is the whole other sideline across from the benches, is only supposed to hold 1,100, but I read that on big games, they, they'll cram 1,600 in there. Which is crazy. Because it's not to think about. It's not It's numbered. not numbered. You can sit seats. wherever. It's just mission. Yeah. You just stand. But to think that they so. crammed that many in those bleachers. I, I, 
And it's like an Whoa. animal football game. They stand the entire game. They don't sit down. Which is fantastic. They stand and they yell. You stand it's, and yell the whole time. And that is what a student time. section needs to be. And that is what we, I mean, I love my Purple Haze. I love them to the day I die. But I feel like we do need to stand up. When I was in Purple Haze and basketball games, we would stand the entire time. That's all we would do. Stand the entire time. So I feel like we need to kind of get back to that a little bit. Because, um, yeah. you know, crazy. And then one other it's thing. Insane. Yeah. One other thing, too. So, yeah, I agree with Sam. I'm glad Sam brought that up. Because she was at the game as well with her boyfriend, Chris. And, and they were sitting in the student section. And they were sitting in the student section. And, you know, 100% couldn't agree with them more. That That is the most craziest, it's intense. The, it's the toughest the environment toughest to play in. environment to play in. And also the, probably the most fun. And, and to speak on that. Yeah. So, obviously, Duke's program has had <laughs> massive success in the last 40 years since they had Coach K. Yeah. Or the last 30 since he kind of figured it out. But um, they, at one point years ago, like probably 15 years ago or more, um, a lot of people wanted them to build a new build policy. Bigger. Up, bigger, nicer, yeah. newer one. Yeah. And he was like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Like, yeah. this this is our strong point. This is our strength. We're not. Why? Well, yeah. We're not Are you building kidding? anything. It's almost like I can equate it to, you know, Lumberjack, uh, or I'm sorry, Lady Jack Volleyball. Yeah. That they do it in the Shelton. Should we do it in the Coliseum where there's more people, more places to sit? No. no. Because they had it in the Coliseum at one point and it barely got filled up. And the, the acoustics in there were not as great. You move it to Shelton and that place is a absolute domination yeah. station. Because that place is so small. It's so loud. People are crammed in there like freaking rats. And it is insanity how loud that place gets. And that is why we are the Southland Conference champions and going to the NCAA tournament. That is why. So I yeah. completely agree with that. But, 100%. I mean, that's big for Duke because yeah. if they, they could build one twice that size and oh, still sell out. and still out fill it. Oh, And make 100%. way more money. Yeah. But why? Exactly. Why do that when you're already dominating with the space yeah. you have? And it makes it more... Um, unique. It makes oh, it more of a uh, novelty. The fact that not everybody can get tickets to a Duke game. Everybody could get tickets to an SFA game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so go out there and get you some. Yeah, there's plenty. There's deals going on right now. Black Friday deals. You can get all the games left, all the Saturday games left for $28 because guess what? We were 28 point underdogs. So yeah. they have a lot of deals going on right now, guys. So you should um, you should absolutely, and even if you can't come to all the games, still get them, still pay the $28 because that money still goes in to the athletic fund and still helps increase our facilities, makes our teams better, makes performance better, which in turn makes SFA a better school. And 20, in, 28 bucks is nothing. That's like going to the movies twice. Literally. I, I did it last night. I was like, mm, $28. That's that's one meal or one, that's like yeah. one trip to Starbucks because <laughs> <laughs> it's insane how, you know. Uh, a few other notes before we move on to actual game stats. Uh, yesterday morning, uh, Nate was on with CNN yeah. super early in the morning, and uh, he was talking, I think it was with New Day. With who, I forget who the anchor is for New Day. But, yeah, um, yeah, anyway, uh, Nate, so Nate had a really great interview with him on uh, CNN. And I and found then, another one today. There was a really short one of him on the bus right after the game. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I'll have to I, look they at keep that. popping up, and I'm like, That's I didn't crazy. Even know this one. I know. Um, and I have to note, and we have to note, um, also I'll probably mention this on the, on the nice list as well, is that, God, everybody from all 50 states, even probably across the seas, they are donating to Nate's GoFundMe. And it is honestly, it is over 100K right now. It's, uh, before, what was it? before I came over here for us to start recording this, my dad made me get on so he could donate, and it was at 136. 136? Oh my god, last night I went to bed, it was like 105. Yeah, it was at 136. Holy moly, that is just, I mean, 
a godsend. Yeah. A godsend. That money is going to make a huge difference. Not only for Nate and his family, but also his family's church and yeah. the entire country All of Jamaica. All the kids and the school. And the entire and city school. of Freeport, 100%. Yeah. That's insane. They'll do something great with it, I'm sure. Whatever, oh, there's no doubt. There's no whatever doubt. Whatever extra they have. No so doubt. It's, it's going to go to a great cause. Absolutely. So thank you, everyone, for donating near and far, Lumberjack fan or not. Yeah. Um, we were all Lumberjacks that night, so welcome to the fandom. Uh, all right, let's talk about the game. So obviously, uh, just general notes first. We won overtime. Oh, wait, we did? I know. I mean, I'm still I keep, not sure. I keep pinching I'm still myself. not sure. We keep did win. Myself. We did win on an overtime layup by Nathaniel Bain, Norris Nathan Bain, 85-83. Score was tied 11 times, and the lead changed 17 times. Oh, it was so back and forth there at the end. At the end yeah. of the second half, and then in overtime, back and forth, back and forth, back and yeah. forth. It was so stressful. I honestly was never. I've never been that stressed out in my life. There's been a lot no. of games that I've watched SFA. But I was stressed out. Notre Dame game. Let's not bring that up. But oh, yeah, uh, West sad. Virginia game. Thank you, Thomas Walkup. Um, we weren't even stressed that game. I know, but still stressful because we were playing a big game. Yeah. Um, Texas Tech game, uh, LSU game, Baylor game, VCU, VCU game. A lot of times I've been stressed out. That yeah. was the most. I don't. I was getting hot. I was having to fan myself. Oh, I sweated through every stitch I, I, of clothing on I me. thought I was going to have an honest, like, to goodness heart attack. Yeah. Um, I lost, had some shortness of breath a little bit. I was having to check my pulse a few and times. we've shared some of the pictures of the uh, fan reactions in the, the crowd. And my brother said, lots of surrendered cobras. <laughs> <laughs> Hands on the head. Yeah. Arms out to the side. Just insane. Lots of Looks cobras. of dip, disbelief. Just... <laughs> <laughs> their whole life just blew up that night. Like their whole their whole life paradigm is just I exploded. Mean, and one of the pictures that has people's facial expressions and reactions. There's like this one dude. He's he's already turned to the side. Like he is getting out of the aisle. He's like, he's I'm, like, I'm out. <laughs> Peace. Game I'm over. Out. Game's over. I'm leaving. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm leaving. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Um, so. As lovingly as Jacqueline put it, it. Um, so Alex always has her uh, Southland standing section. Because I think they're important. And I put in all caps, who cares, we be Duke. <laughs> and I put next to it, I made a comment, I'm like, I'm dead Jack. I'm dead Jacqueline. I'm dead. Um, but, but just so that we know, um, we are in sole possession of first place at five and one, just in case everybody wants to know. Uh, then, of course, Lamar's after and Sam after that. So, um, just to keep everybody up to date on how we're doing <laughs> in the conference. But, all right. Let's talk stats. All right. So, uh, we were fairly similar on some of the stats. Yes. Um, so, yeah. percentage, we were 48.6 and they had 50%. Um, they just, they took less shots than us, really, like the first half. Um, mm-hmm. They just made. But the shots they made. More of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Three-point percentage, and this is something I do want to talk about more. We only had 20%. We were 2 of 10. They had 33%. Um, mm-hmm. So that is an abysmal three-point percentage. Uh, however, we didn't take very many. We did which it, good. which is not and, normal. Normally, we take a lot. And yeah. this is the best like the best note that I have on that. Um, cause my mm-hmm. dad said, said this afterwards when we were talking about it, and I agree wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. A lot of times, whenever you have a school like us play a big somebody like Duke, right. you kind of automatically think, well, the only like real chance we have of making a good run for winning the game is if we have some stellar three-point shooters to, to offset um, uh-huh. the points. Uh-huh. And he's like, we really don't have anybody who's a three-point shooter. Uh-huh. Um, however, 
we we knew that and we didn't take a whole lot um and we just worked really hard in every other area and made up for it so right it, it really showed even better on us that you know you don't have to come out and be making a bunch of three pointers to to offset to beat a, a big somebody like you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to make three pointers to slay the giant you can just you go can't. out and work really hard and, 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 uh, i mean obviously we don't have to make three pointers to slay a giant because guess what we had instead 64 points in the paint. 64 pip, points in the pip. paint. 64 pip. Against I can't do believe it. Against do. When I saw that, and they only had like 30 something, did they not? Let me go back to the stat page. They had points in paint, 36. Yeah. yeah. We had 64. Oh my god. They had 36. What? Oh what? My oh my god. My god. Mm. And also, also side note. Uh, Duke had seven bench points. We had 27 bench points. Yeah. What? I, I'm going to say, I've said it once, and Jacqueline said it again as well. Um, Cam. Oh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Um, but I'm just saying. Uh, did you go through uh, so free throws? Free throw percentage. Yeah, okay. We were 64.7. Not great, but it's all right. Um, they only had 60%. But here's the deal. They shot a lot more free throws than us. They were um, destroying us on free throws. So Thanks, refs. Of course, I'm not just freezing up. Um, uh, yeah, we had 11 uh, out of 17, and they had 24 out of 40. So they really stuck it to us on the free throws. Well, they they gave us the game on free throws, though, because... Yeah. I mean, that's 26 point. No, I'm sorry. I'm terrible at math. 16. 16 points worth that they just left laying on the table. I mean, if they would have done any better on free throws, they totally could have beat us. Um, oh, 100%. We had 34 rebounds. Good. 11 offensive, 23 defensive. Mm-hmm. We made 22 points off of turnovers. Although, offense or the rebounds in the first half was not great. Yeah. I will say that. Because um, I made a note of that. 26 fast break points. Um, we only had seven second chance points. Because they were really out, because re- they were rebounding. Could have been better, though. Duke had, was rebounding the crap out of the we ball. We had 11 offensive rebounds. That's opportunity for at least 22 points. Mm-hmm. We only made seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but we only had 14 turnovers. I, I put that in the nice list for me, too, because that was bonkers. Like the, we've only, one of the least. One other game this season, I looked back, we had 14 turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Insane. They had 20, uh, they had, we forced them to have 22 which is incredible. Crazy. Um, yeah. So, kind of our leaders. Some of the leader leaderboard here. Uh, uh, keep on at 26 points, four rebounds, and four assists, here's, here's three steals. Everybody's talking about Nate. And, yes, Nate, you deserve the, the the you know, all the hype that you're getting. You have the winning shot um, in, in such a dramatic fashion. Yes. But guess what? We would not have even have gotten there if Kevon wasn't playing lights out. Kevon kept us in it the first half. Um, Kevon. So, he made... 20 points, I think, the first half, and yeah. then only six the second half. But that's fine. Um, he only missed three shots the first half. And here's another quick note, and, I mean, Kevon knows this because we've said it before. Sometimes Kevon can be a little bit selfish with the ball. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Tuesday night was the night that we wanted I didn't care. him to be selfish. Because he was because on fire. He was literally, like, could not miss anything the first half. Nothing. And he yeah. was... Even the announcers said it, but like not in a bad way. They were like, "He's not looking to pass when he gets the ball," and he and wasn't. honestly, and that's and that's okay. And we didn't want him to. I didn't want him to either because honestly, when you're out, when you're on the court and when you're on that big of a roll and you are that you have the hot shot, you and you're take playing it. Duke in Cameron, 
you keep going, Kevon, yeah. and he did, and that's and, all. That's and this is the biggest note I'll, I'll say on him. I think he grew so much just in that one game. I think so too. Because in the second half, he only scored six points. Yeah. He really wasn't. He, he wasn't, wasn't on. He as was much. sharing the ball as much, and he yeah. was. Giving it up to other people, and you know, David and made a big three pointer. I'll make Cam made some good drives. And he made a comment after the game. I heard him say, like, hey, like he was talking to David, yes. hey man, hey man, I was trying to get you some more points yeah. there. I was trying to get you, I was trying to get you some more points there. He, he was talking to David and telling him he was trying yeah. to get him more points, trying to assist him. And that is a big, mature statement oh, right there. Big deal from coming from Kevon. So, yeah, I loved that. I think he grew so much just in that one game. Love um, that. Yeah. To see what, you know, when when you're making it and you're hitting everything, then yeah. you keep going. And yeah. if you're not doing as well and other people are doing well, then you, you spread it around. Um, yeah, 100%. So it was an amazing team performance. Um, 100%. So Maja, so I just wanted to make a note on him because he only played nine minutes. Mm-hmm. And he was the second most rebounds him with and, five. Him and, I think him and, uh, him and Nate had five, I think. Yeah, and then I think uh, David had the most rebounds with seven. Well, he played 30 minutes, so he played three times as much as Samaja did, and Samaja rebounded almost as much. So Yeah, yeah, him and Nate had five excellent rebounds. Excellent rebounding game uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. Uh, Cam, Cam oh, I played Cam, amazing. Another great Cam game. Uh-huh. Another. This is why I just, I cannot, I just don't know. I, okay. <laughs> Cam had 16 points, four rebounds, one assist, two steals. Cam, Cam, Cam. Cam is the man. That's I. I cannot. Send I have some nice notes on my nice list. So I'll okay. save them. On uh, Gavin, fifteen point seven rebounds, four assists, two steals. Nate, our boy, uh, eleven points, three steals, two assists, five rebounds. He was really on the boards there, getting those rebounds. Everyone really, really, honestly, played a great game against a really, really hard opponent in a really tough atmosphere. I mean, they played way better than I expected. After that, after the yeah. Rutgers game, I was like, well, here we yeah. go. Oh, fudge. Here we are. Then we're going into Duke. Fudge, fudge, fudge. But holy balls. That was a whole other team. Yeah. Whole other team. All that right. was one of my nice list points. Is yeah, we did, we talking to nice list. Scared. We did not. I think I think we got it served to us in the Rutgers game and saw how much better we really were. We got hit in the mouth a little bit. And we know. came out, we were not scared. Um, yeah. Great defense with the 22 forced turnovers. 64 points in the paint. Again. I can't say anything else beyond that. Just insanity. Um, I, that that stat will live in infamy in my life my, for the next, like, six months. Yeah. My yeah. Not, my nice notes on Cam, he did not play scared at all. Then, and even, like, Dad and I noted this, the, the first several times he drove in, and I'll get to it on my bad list, but there, there were just a few times during the game where we would do stuff, and I just, like, inwardly cringed, like, you can't do that against Duke, or you're going to look stupid. Right. But... He did get stuff a few times. But he kept trying. But he just kept going in anyway. He did. And he finally kind of learned the 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 timing of it. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, Yeah. So he played great. Uh, We played really well through foul trouble, everyone. That's really true. No one felt bad. I mean, I have one of my notes was how did we go five more minutes in overtime without having anyone foul out? Like, I I have no idea. The Lord was shutting down Uh on us on that one because I don't know either. Yeah. Amazing. Craziness. Um, Craziness. We made some really great passes into the lane. Uh-huh. Which is one of my, like, keynotes every time on the bad list. I know. Um, so we got that together. We were really good and strong with the rebounds that we pulled down. The ones that we like did pull down, yes. When we did come down with it, yes. like, we held on to it hard. But there were, and I'll get to that in my, in my there, grievances. There were a few times, I feel like, we did really well on boxing out where, like, even if Mm-hmm. Even if, like, I knew I wasn't going to get the rebound, did a good job of, like, trying to tip it, tip it out to our guys. people. Uh-huh. So we did that well. Uh-huh. Um, I saw whenever I watched back, one of the times that Nate fell, a random Duke fan helped him up. Which is really nice. nice. There, well, one of the times Nate fell, he yeah. always was falling. Him and um, Johnny. Yeah. But 
random side note, their their fans were very nice and they were respectful. The part. That's part of my nice list. Um, um, which go ahead, you can finish. Uh, um, how did they only score two in overtime? It's on my good list. Like, I don't. Know. I have no idea um, how that happened. And my only other um, like major one is not. Um, basketball game related at all, but uh, my dad commented on it because, of course, he always comments on the uniforms. But yeah, uh, he was very pleased they're wearing their purple uniforms, and I was too. Mm-hmm. Which I figured they did that because um, Duke sometimes will wear black, mm-hmm. so I'm sure and usually our black shirt, yeah. So, but the the purple looked really nice, and I it was they it was purple. it was slick. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, my last one. Kevon did not get an offensive foul until overtime. Which was amazing as Shocked much as he as well. was driving in. He did. He drove. I, I figured he'd get like a chart or something. 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 Shook it. Shook. All right. So a few of my nice ones. Mostly Jacqueline really uh, had a lot of them. Um, the turnovers one, of course, only 14 turnovers. I was shocked. Um, Johnny. I love John so much. Okay. So a little background on Johnny Boy. A lot of people were commenting or asking about John, why he wasn't playing as much uh, towards the second half, even overtime. Uh, why was he on the bench? Why was he over on the side? Da da da. Because he, because guess what, guys? He every time he's on that freaking court, he puts his body on the line. How many charges did he take? I mean, he was on the court on the ground so many times. He was charging in, you know, trying to get lit. This man put his body on the line so hard he was having full body cramps, full body cramps. We ca- talked to him after the game. I, mean, I asked him, you know, kind of. Gave him a hug, and I, like, whispered. I was like, are you okay? Like, so that anybody well, wouldn't hear anything. He was like, yeah, I just had, like, full body cramps. And I literally had to get, like, four bags of IV. And because we couldn't see it happen in real life, but my dad texted me and was like, I guess someone stepped on John when they were celebrating. Like, he yeah. went to the floor. I don't know Because he happened. couldn't. Because they, they were jumping, and they were so. bumping into each other, and he said he couldn't stand up anymore, yeah. so he just fell to the ground. That's what he said. So we, I mean, we didn't even see that. We, I, I saw him on the ground, and I was like, oh, crap, he's on the ground. I thought maybe something bad happened. Oh. But then I asked him after the game, and he's like, no, like, I literally just couldn't stand up anymore. Yeah. He was cramping so bad. And so after the game, they did uh, IV fluids, and he, he's like, I, I'm, I'll be good now. He's like, I'm just, like, dead tired. Yeah. And another thing that Coach Keller mentioned, too, and that <laughs> Nate, oh, not Nate, uh, Johnny also mentioned is that a lot of the guys are battling the flu. They played that game. Keller did mention that. Rutgers game, they were battling the flu, and this game, some of the guys were battling um, the flu. Which, whoa. That just okay. really dehydrates your body. And, 100%, and that's why poor yeah. Johnny was dehydrated a lot. Um, okay. Rati didn't have the best offensive game, but he did help with the game-winning still with Gavin. I mean, he was playing some, he was some, playing some good defense. I will give him that. Uh, I put Kevon, that's all, just underlined it, that's it. <laughs> Uh, the Duke fans were pretty respectful, even though we did beat them. I-, I was shocked. I was really honestly expecting more of a backlash from them. I mean, that was a devastating loss for them. That's what I'm saying. I was surprised that, like, as walking out, yeah. um, anything like saying rude things or mean things, getting things thrown at us, I was honestly expecting, like, a lot of stuff that other fans would have probably done. Yeah. But mm, that's I, I knew the Duke fans wouldn't. They're pretty classy. They, um, but uh, let's be honest. If, like, yeah. if we were Duke... You know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. if the lumberjacks were at Duke stature and someone like that came into our you know our and be, <clears throat> I'd probably say something mean. I know yeah. myself because <laughs> I'm a completely I'm a bad. And when we were standing out waiting on the um, like in the lobby area waiting on the team and um, everything to come out, yeah. two Duke guys passed by Alex and I and told they us, did that told us that we played a really good game and congrats on the win and they did say that all that stuff. So whether or not they were being yeah. you know 
sarcastic or not, I don't know. No, I don't think You don't so. think so? Okay. No. Um, we already mentioned, of course, Nate, crazy. Uh, the points and paint, the pips. Samaja Nate with five rebounds. Man, the defense was hot and playing on all cylinders, especially at the end with all the turnovers. Yeah. Holy moly. I mean, that's how we got back in the game in the second half were all the turnovers. David, oh my God. Even my dad mentioned this. That three that you hit was, it was huge. Huge. I mean, that was a, like... I mean, with not not like the game winner, but yeah. it could have. You know what I'm saying? Like it had that. Yeah. It had that and he momentum. Almost made that other one too. And he almost did, David. Uh, that was huge was three amazing. that you made. A huge three, like that kept us in the game. And honestly, like I don't think we would have won without that three. No. Because we wouldn't have gotten to overtime without that three. A hundred percent. And to to connect that with the notes on on Rati, but my, my dad pointed this out, and I agree wholeheartedly. Like um, Keller was really subbing Rati and David back and forth a between lot. having. Rati on big defensive possessions and yeah. David on big offensive so I possessions. I think which he's kind good. of figured that out. Yeah, um, because you know Rati was really helping put on the pressure, and, and David um, could easily get and in and David score. Could get in and help score because he had that David three, wasn't as good of a defensive right. matchup. He had for, yeah, correct. Yeah, and there's gonna so, be games like that where yeah. the matchups just aren't gonna be there. So um, that was great. And David I mean, had they, few, like uh, they had both a, both knew what they were in there for. Exactly, they knew their role. Yeah. Um, However, I will say there was one time that Rati left Trey Jones wide open for three, and my dad was like, yeah, you have one job. WTF. Or wait, it was either Rati or O. I can't, no, I think it was O, actually. Well, I think it was O. Interchangeable he's like, there. He's like, you have one job. Yeah. Don't let Trey Jones shoot a three. And literally, that's all you had to do. <laughs> but anyway. Um, um, to round out the nice list, post-game pressers from both Nate and, and Coach were outstanding. Um, the post-game celebration in the locker room was hilarious with all the Gatorade and Samaja throwing the big old chest of ice on him. Hilarious. <laughs> Loved it. And, of course, again, all the donations for Nate. Just fantastic. So, thanks, guys. Um, so, moving on to our... Do we want to do it all in one segment? Or yeah, just all finish right, it we'll, up. We'll go on. Because there's not that many, because, of course, we won. So, yeah. So, let's talk about the grievances. Very quickly with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. So my note on this is, uh, yes, there are still grievances. Um, the Duke one is over, and like Coach Keller said, we, we have things to work on. This day is done. We're moving forward. We have, so, a, we have a game so tomorrow. So I'm going to point out a few things. Yep. Um, so we did have several players in foul trouble, and thankfully we handled it well. Um, and but, that, that is to be expected with us yeah. playing defense the way that we do and trying to force yeah. so many turnovers. It's going to happen. Um, it's going to happen. You know, we just have to be conscientious of that. And luckily, Tuesday night, we all, they all played very well with their foul trouble. But that's something yeah. that could come back and bite us in the ass. I know, because so. when we got in foul trouble, like multiple people, I was starting <laughs> to honestly sweat it. I was like, oh, God, this is not good. I was very, very nervous. It was um, very nervous. Yeah, absolutely. My main <laughs> grievance is that we really need to work on inbounds. Like, this, this was one of the things I said that just made me cringe because I'm like, God, you can't do that against Duke. Oh, my God, they're going to make you look so stupid. Is right. when, when we're inbounding the ball, you can't just stand there and wait on the pass. Yeah. If you stand there and wait on the pass against Duke, they're going to cut right in front of you. And, and they, did, a, they, they did multiple and they times. Did it multiple times. Multiple times. That's multiple what times. most of our turnovers were. Yes. Yeah. So you got to run and meet the pass on the inbounds. Mm-hmm. You can't just wait for it to come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay, yeah, I said it was it was O that it was let Trey shoot yeah. the three. Um, and again, I mean that's one little thing, but you know all the little things add up. They do. They and when can. you know you're literally just coming in to help on defense, you cannot let Trey Jones shoot a three. You can't. Um, you can't do you it. You can't leave that kid open um, for nothing. My last two were kind of mostly my dad. So literally, my okay, my dad said this via text to me during the game, and then we watched it back. He said it again. So at the very end of regulation, whenever um, they called a foul on Cam, they had set a screen, Mm -hmm. and Cam didn't even try to run through the screen. No. He just tried to run around the screen and Mm -hmm. literally did nothing, and they called a foul. And my dad literally verbatim said, shitty call. Um, He was like, he didn't do anything. He literally did nothing. Like, he didn't even try to run through the screen. And if, for any of the new listeners, my father uh, refereed college basketball for, like, ever and ever and ever. Um, So he's our go-to expert. Yeah. Literally never says anything negative about the officiating. Or Um, curses. Or curses. Ever. So, double whammy here. Shock. He was like, shitty call. Um, He was like, if anything, they could have been called for an illegal screen, but not a fell on us. Yeah, no. Cam Duke literally been did nothing. Crazy. Um, so yeah, he, shitty call was his exact words. Crazy. Um, and then dad said this, but I wholeheartedly agree too. He was like, why, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Gavin's doing better at holding <laughs> on to the ball. Yeah, that's true. And scoring. Yeah. And like, he made some really good moves and got some good points, but he's like, when he's that close, I don't know why he doesn't just go up there and tear the rim down. Just slam it. Like He's like, I want him to go up there and tear the rim down. Oh, my like, God. Richard getting so spicy. Like, we need more ducks. Oh, my God. Gavin, we need more ducks. Like, Whoa. go up there and just tear the rim down. All right. Well, you heard it here, like, Gavin. Don't take it easy. All right. Okay. My couple of my grievances, again, Jacqueline had uh, the pretty much the main ones. There was a few. Honestly, here's the thing. Um, my dumb butt started making notes during when the game first started. Like, I opened up my note thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sit here and take some, you know, some deep decent notes. No. I got, like, four lines in, and I just got so caught up with the game that I didn't even finish. So, uh, I was mainly taking notes on, like, bad things. So, there really wasn't much. Just, a, I mean, a few things that I wrote were the free throws in the first half. Ugh. Um, the offensive rebounds in the first half, Ugh. Blech. bad, uh, a lot of back doors too, man. Some back door cuts that were just not necessary. Like they, they, you can't leave Duke open to get like the back door cut. They will destroy you on that. Thankfully, I feel like we figured it out a little bit, but God, if we would have let them do that the whole game, this would have been a whole nother story because in the first half of the game, man, they were back door cutting left and right and sideways. And the main thing I wrote down was that inbound throw dunk, one-handed dunk by, I don't know. Who's number two? Whoever number two is on the Duke game, that was an absolute, like, literal destroyer of hearts. Like, he embarrassed. It was disgusting. Oh, my God. It was disgusting. Dad made us watch, rewatch it, like, three times. Um, Disgusting. The problem was on an inbounds like that, Elite, like one person needs to be standing in the lane with their back turned to the person throwing in the ball so that they can see who they're throwing it, where it's going. Because he, everyone was facing the guy inbounding it, yeah. and no one even saw that guy coming. No and one. He just came right over everybody and literally put everyone to shame. Yeah, that was disgusting. That guy jumped out of his shoes. Can jump. He can so jump. High. There was one play Insanity. where he stuck Cam, and he literally jumped so high that 
I mean, I'm not even, like, making this up. Cam's face is, like, in his crotch. That's Literally. how high he jumped. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, anyway, that was, that was really embarrassing. But, oh, well, we won. <laughs> <laughs> and then, lastly, uh, Rati, man, you just, you only got one point off of a free throw, and you missed the second free throw. That was it. You, you made no other shots other than that, and you took multiple yeah. Great defensive game. Great defensive game, Rati. Great, 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 great. But the offense, I don't, I, I know that a lot of people say like, oh, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. He's a great offensive, he's a great shooter. We haven't we seen haven't, it yet. We haven't seen we it. We haven't seen it yet. And I don't know Maybe it's where the disconnect, where is the di- disconnect? I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know. I don't know. But I feel like until it's found, he just needs to be riding the bench and coming off the bench and Cam needs to start. I said it once. I'll say it again. And he needs to play, you know, come in for the defensive. That's um, it. Possessions. I really, I think of that as well. But anyway, who? I mean, whatever. I'm not the coach. Yeah, but no, what else? No, no one's asking us. No one's asking and, us. And now killers be Duke. So that I feel like that'll be his answer for everybody. Like, yeah. I mean, anytime we anytime we say, hey, coach, what about this? We're like, yeah, I'd be Duke. <laughs> and we'll be like, like you're not wrong. Right, Touche. All right, we'll shut up. Anywho, all right, so we're going to take our last break. We're going to come back and talk about what do you meme and a few other announcements, and we'll be, uh... <sighs> hey, guys, oh, don't forget, these different commercial breaks that we're having, uh, we interviewed two different people. One is, uh, the first one was Cam, uh, my friend Cam Holloway, who came in for the game, and this, this next one is going to be John. Um, and uh, that way you know who the two people that yeah. talking during the breaks are. Anyway, we'll be right back. All right, Jack fans, we're here at our pregame meetup. We also have uh, one of the not more oldest SFA fans here, but longtime SFA fan, John. Hey, how's it going? So we have an SFA alum, John, who lives about an hour and a half away from Durham. So he drove over today to meet us for the pregame event. So, John, how are you uh, feeling about the show out and turnout of Purple here today? Um, I hate to admit this, uh, but it's been a, the better part of a decade since I went to a SFA event. Uh, now that I'm stationed here with the Army, I definitely could not miss out on this opportunity. And honestly, this is a bigger turnout than I thought. I'm glad I made the uh, effort to come out here, and it's been a great time. So, yeah, so John has an excuse. He's been in the military, stationed overseas. So Thank you for your service, by the way, John. Yeah, he's no missed problem. out on a lot of SFA stuff, but uh, we let him know that this was happening since he's only an hour or so away, and he came and joined, and we had a really great turnout. So Yeah, there was a lot of people glad here tonight. Glad to join us. Yes, thanks, John. So you're going to come to more SFA stuff now, John? Definitely, and uh, <laughs> Axum Jacks. Axum Jacks. All right, back to you guys. All right, fans, we're back. Hope you enjoyed that little tidbit from John. Um, he was really excited to see us at the uh, pregame meetup, and so we were really glad that he yeah. was able to hang out with us a little bit. Um, all right, so let's get on to what do you mean? And this is a good uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Um, yeah. Wasn't it, wasn't it Charlie wipe, wiping his face with the towel? Yeah, yeah, so it was Charlie and yeah. a couple other things. He was, like, wiping his face with the towel, like, in, in, in GIF. In, it was a gift, yeah. but it was like he was wiping it, and it had just like a look of like exhaustion uh, or like oh, yeah. oh, like tired during a game. It was during a timeout, so uh, we had our first caption from our our buddy, our old friend, Longhorn Dave. Um, he said, and I quote: "If I miss another free throw, I'm gonna get hell on the next PMA pod." <laughs> You're right. You're right. You will. 
Heck yeah, you will. Even if you beat Duke, you're still gonna get You're shit. still gonna get crap because you didn't box yeah. out or something. <clears throat> All right, next one is from Shelly Cook. She said, and I quote, we are playing against the Duke Blue Devils and Coach K. That was my reaction, too. <laughs> Still in shock. <clears throat> the game even happened. The game, ha- the game we'll, hadn't even we'll happened get, yet. Yeah, we'll get there. But, yeah. I mean. All right. Yeah. And lastly, from our boy J-Rod, Justin Rodriguez. Reactions after seeing Duke is a 28.5 point favorite. <laughs> And it's just so funny with all of these captions, yes. and the game hadn't even game hadn't even been played yeah. yet, and here we are. <laughs> Did not think this day would be here. I mean, what a great day! What a great day all around. Yeah, literally so, the best trip of our lives. So to answer one of our other uh, fan questions from Jordan, Jordan Atkinson Gandy, also kind of relative of mine because you know I'm related to everyone. She's related to everybody. Um, yeah. So she kind of asked just, oh my gosh, the last three seconds, like, what what were our... What were, what were feelings? Thoughts and feelings. Yeah. So just to start for me, I mean, really, we talked about this on every podcast coming up to this game, but I, I honestly thought now it's a two. I mean, I thought I would just be, like, bawling my eyes out the whole time just for being there, but... Um, I think you just kind of teared up a little bit. You didn't in, cry. I was literally in such just shock, even that it was happening... Um, even that we were just even playing there, that I was even in there watching SFA warm up on the floor and like, we're about to play on the same court as coach K. I just, I couldn't even respond. Like I had no reactions and, you know, during the first half, uh, we weren't super close, but we were making a good game of it. Um, and so I was like, you know, if we just, if we just look good, um, better than UCA. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Um, the deeper we got into the second half, I was like, shit, like we might actually win, but yeah. I still like, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it or get my hopes up because yeah. with, with a team like Duke, you just never know when they're going to like just be dangling in sheet. front of you. Yeah. And, yeah. Literally pull the rug up pull under, the your rug feet. Out from under your feet and, and you lose by 30. Yeah. I mean, you just never know. Cause they might go on a run. Um, mm-hmm. And then man, at the end, and then we, then we went into overtime and I was just like, I was just blessed. We're, we're going to, in overtime, I'm like, we're going to, everyone's going to foul out or we even going to have enough people left to be on the court. That's what I thought. I was like, shit, we're going to have Tyler come in. Like I'll <laughs> yeah. shoot up and come. I mean, what yeah. are we going to do? Um, I, I was just in shock. And to say what, um, one of the newest interviews I saw today when mm-hmm. they, um, he said, which he hadn't said this in any other interviews, um, you know, he was like, and you can see when you watch it back, him and Kevon both look up at the clock to see how much time is left. And he was like, I, I really didn't think I had enough time. I didn't know. I just knew I had to run, run as, as fast, fast as, as I, I could. could. Um, and dad was like, I was afraid he was going to pull up and try to do a jumper because he didn't think he'd have enough time. Yeah. And those are just so hard. I mean, when you're, yeah. when you're running that fast and then pull up and do a little and make it perfect and get it jumper. In. Yeah. Um, so it's good that he went for the layup, but, but Nate said, he was like, I, w- I wasn't even looking to see if it went in because he was just trying to make sure he got it up there. And yeah. he was like, when I turned and ran and saw my teammates faces on the bench, I knew it went in Yeah, and I knew it was over. So I mean, he didn't even know that it went sure in, that it went in yeah. until he until he saw he saw the until team he ran around and saw the team coming out like bombarding him um, and tackling him. Yeah, so crazy. I was just in crazy utter shock. I mean, if you watch the live video, we just kind of watched it a minute ago. I mean, I'm like just speechless. 
utterly speechless. I think I teared up a little right before the game happened. You did, you did. I mentioned I saw it. Yeah. Um, but at the end, I mean, I just I couldn't even like. I couldn't. I couldn't. Breathe. I was just in shock. And yeah. even uh, my dad goes to bed like earlier than anyone on earth, and he tried to call me as soon as the game was over, uh, which of course we were an hour ahead, so it was later for us. But um, I declined because it was a freaking madhouse. It was. And I text him and I'm like, can I? How long will you be up? Can I call you back? And he's like, Oh, I'm 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 pretty worked up. I'm gonna be a plot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then we wa- we watched the game last night, which uh, my dad messaged text me after the game and was like, Well, I recorded it and we can watch it a hundred times if you want. So unlimited viewings at the Parton household. Um, oh my god, that's just that that's just gonna be watched every every Thanksgiving. We we did discuss as uh, a tradition now. One of my dad's friends we always talk about Jimmy Sims. Um, for some reason it was blocked out on his network and at my grandma's too. Um, so neither of them got to see it. So I mean we're gonna have multiple uh, whenever you wanna watch it. Party at the Partons. Seriously. Party at the Partons yeah. every Thanksgiving <clears throat> it'll be a Thanksgiving tradition yeah. where you guys watch the Duke win. Yeah. Crazy so my reaction the last few seconds of the game, obviously, again, I, I was I was behind the the live feed, so you didn't really see my reaction unless I flipped it around, which I did multiple times um, because I just could not. I was in a state of utter shock as well. Like I was overwhelmed. I was freaking out. I was getting hot. I was getting hot flashes. I feel like I was going through menopause. Um, I was hot, sweaty. I kept looking to my left for Jacqueline to make sure that she was okay, you know, that she didn't die or fall or faint. <laughs> and then, because she was standing up on the little bleacher thing. And then I looked to my right and I got Ryan Ivy on my right, who was just like, he had the joy of, the look of joy and pure shock on his face was just palpable. And then, you know, everybody's freaking. It was almost in like slow motion. Slow mo, everybody's running onto the court. <laughs> and of course people are asking are telling us to run onto the court. I'm like, we can't even get to the next row, let alone yeah. run onto the court. It was just absolutely wanted to. Pan- but... Yeah, of course wanted to. Oh my god. Um it was just pandemonium. But the feeling of just utter shock and joy and and honestly just the just blessed and grateful to have even yeah. gotten that far. Because, like, we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, like, we were just happy to have a good showing and to not get demolished by 50 points. And then when we were heading into over... I was just happy to go to take Duke to overtime. Uh, Regardless if we would have won that, I was like, hey, we took Duke to the brink. And... I was happy to be on the same court. Like I was happy to be in the same airspace. Yeah. As... Duke, because that is such a huge, huge game to play, regardless if you win or lose. Yeah. Just national attention stage, and then and then we come out with a win. What? Just it it you couldn't have wrote a better script. You couldn't have you just could no. not have scripted it better. And then all this post game aftermath with the team being so popular now on social media and people know about it and there were you know UNC fans giving us high fives at the airport and <laughs> people telling us thank god y'all beat those dookies and we hate the duke player and all the I was just it was just nuts yeah. just nuts nuts uh, and we t- we talked about this during our little break <clears throat> a moment ago but um yeah so last year when the guys played in the tournament in Belfast uh-huh. uh, of course I went and I stayed with my cousin who lives in Belfast well uh, the day after the game, she posted on my Facebook, which I'm trying, I'll try to figure out how to share it, but um, she was watching the news, you know, there in Belfast, and it 
was on the news there um, about us winning. So she, you know, immediately recorded it in her living room and posted on my Facebook and was like, uh, even over here in Ireland and the UK, yeah, as a baby and Dukes on the on the news. Um, they did not try to attempt to say negatives, but they did say Stephen F. Austin. Um, so that was that was nice. So ev- ev- everywhere, worldwide, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, and then again, all this post stuff with <clears throat> Nate and his and his GoFundMe, you know, reaching over a hundred thousand dollars and all. I, if you re, if you go on there, people, and you read through all the comments that people were making about, you know, I'm not a Duke fan. I'm from this area. Um, just happy that you guys won. The story is amazing. You know, and there were people that are on there like, I'm a, I'm a lumberjack alum. I haven't really been super involved. And then this game really just kind of brought me back to life and back to being, you know, better alumni. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, do you see what athletic programs do for a school? And, you know, and it always brings me back to the to the discussion about athletic fees and all that stuff. Like, and people get so upset and upset and mad and angry about all these all this money going toward all this athletic program stuff. But athletic programs... That is like your your face, your money maker for your institutions. Really, honestly, they are. And when they do well and on a national national stage like that, and can you imagine the amount of people that have visited the SFA website in the past twenty to forty eight hours? Yeah, their their Google Analytics are going to be out the Ins- roof. Just insane. I would love to see that. I want to see them too <laughs> because people googling what's a lumberjack, where is SFA. Um, figuring out that it's in Nacogdoches, Texas. Can you imagine the amount of people that are like, I want to go to school there now. I want to go to school and be a lumberjack there now. And then they figure out, oh my God, they have all these amazing other programs like forestry and nursing and teaching. Oh my God, I'm going to go there now. This yeah. is why we spend money on athletics. This is why we we ask and push so hard for boosters and you to support SFA. This is why. Because of this stuff right here. Because when athletics do well, our entire school does well. And that is the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a few things coming up, obviously the next game, uh, away game is actually going to be tomorrow at Arkansas state in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Uh, Jacqueline and I are kind of teetering on the fence on if we want to go or not. It's kind of back and forth, you know, uh, we're a little indecisive. We haven't planned for it because I have family and whatnot. Yeah. So it's kind of on the fence. I just, this is going to be the biggest game of the, of the season. Really this next one, the game after Duke. I know. We come out the game after Duke, and we don't look fresh and yeah. do well. Uh, we're gonna get massive. We're gonna hate. get hate. Yeah. Um, They're gonna call it so, a fluke. They're gonna call it a one-time. So thing. anyhow, tomorrow, yeah. and you can you can catch it online if you don't go in person or whatever. Yeah. Regardless, we'll be watching. We'll be watching we're just, regardless. We're yeah. Trying to decide. Um, Back and forth. Um, the next home mm-hmm. game will actually be on Monday, December second, a Monday game, which is kind of weird. But I'm down for it. Yeah. So a Monday night game at, uh, I believe, is at 6.30, I believe? 6.30, yeah. 6.30 against Arlington Baptist. And we played them before. We played them last year. Um, so, again, guys, if honestly, I'm saying this with all honesty. If I don't see William R. Johnson Coliseum packed out to the brim on Monday night at 6.30, I'm going to honestly <laughs> flip my lid. After I mean, all of this. The students should be back, so they should come. Students are back. There's no excuse. There is literally, it's dead week. You can take two-hour break from studying 
and yeah. come to a basketball game. After all this, all these people that have been posting nonstop, nonstop, go Jacks, Axon, woo-hoo-hoo, and you haven't been to a single game this season, and you haven't been to a game in five years, you need to put your money where your mouth is and get yourself to that yeah. day, game on Monday. That's all I have to say. And then we have the Alabama game on December 6th. And a week, we, week from today. A week from today. Friday mm-hmm. game. Um, I believe the game is at 7 p.m. Yeah. And guess what? We're going. We go into that game. That is a game we have planned on going to for a while. We've mentioned this multiple times, and it is now official. We booked our hotel today. Um, hey, if you want to come, hop on this train now. Like Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, next, next baby. Stop, Tuscaloosa. Yeah. We are heading to Tuscaloosa. We are leaving bright and early Friday on uh, December 6th at about 9 o'clock in the morning, maybe a little bit before. Um, so if you want to come, we got room for two. Hop on this train <laughs> because that's it. One, 9 o'clock, this train is rolling out of the station. Toot toot. We leaving. <laughs> we leaving. So, and, uh, but we are spending the night and we'll yeah. come back the next day. So it will just be an overnighter. Yeah. So come on down, people. Man, what a, what a podcast. I, we, I think we actually wrapped it up in less time than I thought we would, but geez, there's just so much to say. There's just so much stuff. I mean, so much. Just ridiculous. I don't we even. We have lots of pictures to post. And yeah, share we have, with we have a lot of stuff. We just now um, are like recovering from this whole sh- shebang and ordeal. Mentally, physically, emotionally. I so. mean, I'm going to watch that game at least one more time this weekend for sure. Like, yeah, definitely. It's happening. Oh, 100%. 100%. <sighs> Just cannot believe it. Still. Just insane. Insane. Alright, well let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up so that everyone can go and enjoy their day after Thanksgiving and not have to listen to us anymore. Even though we know yeah. we know you love us, especially Connor. I told Connor I'd give him a shout out. So hi Connor Young. We're so glad that you love listening to us and I hope that you really enjoyed this entire podcast because we sure did. Couldn't have had a better one. Couldn't I mean, have had a better weekend. So and it's going to be my favorite one by far. Oh, 100%. Favorite, favorite, favorite episode ever. ever. Best episode ever! Was the Baylor one before this, probably, but... Oh, yeah. Anyway, but this is the best one, too. All right, so guys, hope you have a great day. Hope you enjoy having um, time off, if you can, for Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoyed all the turkey and yummy things that you had yesterday. And then it continues, and you have a great weekend. Always remember, Hacks and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks.